It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 136. The Crotons. I wanted to say croutons, you know? But then I was like, oh, come on. How hacky you're going to be? Of course you're going to say croutons. I guess I did. The Crotons. Go forward in all your beliefs. And prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. Resulting reaction. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic Doctor Who review podcast coming at you, tri-weekly segments. The old, your old friend Eric's brain was going, which podcast are we doing? Are you supposed to say the old Doctor Who show or are we supposed to present something? No, we're back. The original, the core, the pure, the most purest form, the good stuff, the bag of, of stuff that you put your knife in and you taste it in that warehouse because this is uncut, pure, T-O-D-W-S. I'm here, as always, with the better half of this dynamic duo. It's Dan. Dan, how are you? I am you? just... I'm sitting here in awe of that of that intro. I felt very uh, Starsky and Hutch, like we're sure, definitely like wearing we're two cops big solving crimes, solving crimes, sniffing coke. I guess that's what we're doing. That's the kind hey, of cop I would want to be, coke cop. Yeah. Oh, now that's a bit a little, little bit like uh, uh, bad lieutenant. Remember bad lieutenant with uh, Harvey Keitel. Uh, and then it was there was bad lieutenant Port of Call with Nicolas Cage, which is an amazing movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Right now, stop. Uh, We have to stop what we're doing. Uh, We have to redo our podcast. (laughs) No, you have to see... podcasts are bored. (laughs) Yeah, you have to see Bad Lieutenant Port of Call uh, with Nicholas Cage. I'm sorry, Port of Call New Orleans, I think, is the proper uh, title. It is... It is Why absolutely it immediately of like speed to cruise control. No. Like it has the same right. sort of like directed it, by I... Werner, directed by Werner Herzog. Okay, I'm in. Starring Nicolas Cage. Shoot him again. What fool? His soul's still dancing. I don't think I'm spoiling. Just actually, you could probably look up clips from this. He there's lizard people. It is amazing. It is uh, peak. Uh, cage too i highly recommend it i also right. while i'm uh, so, recommending peak cage movies wicker man who doesn't love that remake i was just gonna say it's wicker man season we got wicker man and uh yep. port of call new orleans yeah, back to it's, back it's, it's we're in october now so it's the spooky season uh, i don't know if you've also rewatched the original hellraisers like i did i just watched both of them i am not i one and two I don't. I can't really watch horror. I don't really like horror movies all that much. The only ones that I've ever seen that I really like would be all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Sure. All of them, literally all of them. Even the bad ones. Still love them as a kid. Hellraiser, Clive Barker. I uh, the body horror stuff. All of that I can't get into. Yeah. 
I've read I read his I've read a few of his books and they're it's easier it's, to read them on the page than it is to watch that they're just it's ah he's, but it's super yeah it's super imaginative i am i have a weird thing with them i like them but i also uh-huh. don't like them like mixing up all of the sex and the um you know viscera of yeah uh, all of that stuff together is not my favorite and i don't like torture porn and that's the yep. first movie i remember with like just people being splayed open and all sorts of terrible things but i'm also that's drawn got his start yeah i'm also drawn to those uh films especially the first one the second one not as much and then i never seen beyond it i know they they're redoing so, it they redid it that's why i was like oh i'm gonna I, watch I just read a thing about it i read yeah. i read the review of it that was very spoilery because i was like i'm never gonna see it just to see like what it was about mm-hmm. so, i mean it sounded okay okay if you're into that sort of thing is it also a phantasm rewatching season that's what i know, you know what you i have watch not it. watched phantasm in a couple of years and i think it may be phantasm watching re- rewatching season i just I watched halloween for like the 5000th time with my son that was exciting uh the yeah. original 1978's halloween and sure. then i watched the fog last night i've been on a bit of a john carpenter kick which i'd never oh, seen man. i'd never seen the fog um not my favorite of his movies but interesting uh, them is that john carpenter's them them they, they live no they live. they live. Them is the is old. The um, them is the movie with the oh, giant ants, right? Giant ants. Yeah. Right, 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 right. They live. That's what I'm thinking of. You're with thinking Rowdy of Roddy Piper. Yes. Excellent. Movie. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Movie. Yeah. It was, it was, that was a good. One. Um. So your your kids are all excited about. I mean, the, the whole the whole Grissom family is pretty big into Halloween. Not right? all of us. Not all of us. Oh, who, um, who is that? My middle daughter, not a fan of any kind of horror, refuses to watch any of it. Couldn't get her to watch Halloween. I have. I'm a Halloween three apologist. I saw Halloween three, season of the witch, before I saw any of the Michael Myers stuff. So I've been trying to get everyone in my house to watch that movie, and no one's taking me up <laughs> on it. I'm like, come on, uh, Silver Shamrock time, right? And I play the jingle, and no, uh, no, she's not. My eldest is, and my son is, but he scares himself so he, he'll get like so into it and then he's just shut down so it's a lot of um <laughs> someone's in the bed tonight again yeah <laughs> but hey we're not oh, here to talk well, about my family's halloween uh obsessions we're we, here to talk about you dan what have you been doing these last this last week no 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 there's there's none of this we're we're, we're here to talk about uh we're going to talk about Doctor Who. Oh, we? yeah. It's been a while. Oh, now Cooper is, uh, my son is now giving me the stink eye. What is it? <laughs> I was talking about you on the old podcast. Subscribe. Tell Cooper, don't, don't forget worry. to like and subscribe. Um, don't worry. Most of the people that heard about this, Cooper, are in uh, England. So it's, you're, it's cool. <laughs> you're totally fine. Uh, yeah. So let's, um, I guess we can get to Doctor Who. Do you have anything? Did we miss anything? Did we miss any major uh, developments? Uh, some some talk of uh, some talk. I tweeted that we should yep. probably do Power of the Doctor, which I think they just announced yeah. a date for, right? Oh, I didn't see a date, but I did. See I think the, they just finally announced it. something uh, yesterday. This is the part of the podcast where we no, do not, our research. Hey, in little front of couple you. of typings. 
couple of October 23rd. Uh, The 13th Doctor will uh, say goodbye uh, in her last special on October 23rd. Now, I'm assuming that's U.S. and uh, U.K., and it's not where we have to wait. I think they've been doing it together, right? Yeah, they've been doing the back-to-back. Yep. So we'll figure out a way to watch that, and uh, I think we should probably cover it because without spoiling it, it was all over you know Twitter. There's people from the classic series will be making an appearance, and that's what I'm most... I'm not going to say. Let people look it up. It's all over Twitter, and you retweeted I'm not it. Gonna... I think we retweeted from our, our Twitter account. It's not like we're uh, spoiling it. Yes. So we, Tegan, we got, we got Tegan, Tegan and Ace. Ace. Uh, and Ace has got the jacket. Fantastic. And it looks great. She's got the bat. So um, I think that's a good thing for us to, to cover, even though we've not done I, you who. As, as much as the show did to malign tegan the whole way through they just treated her like trash the entire way through i am still a tegan fan yeah i loved her i like ace even more so i mean i i am on the record of saying like i actually enjoyed the eighth doctor i'm uh, sorry not a seventh doctor with ace i loved all of that i mean i like the eighth doctor too that was fine it was one movie no but the uh seventh doctor and ace loved all of that so i'm excited to see uh these two return uh it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah I'm down I'm a with that too. For those reunions, I mean, when you see, when you saw Sarah Jane come back in the in New Who, like all those reunion things, I'm I'm totally in. If it's fan service, I'm a fan here to be serviced. I'm definitely so. a fan, and I'm trying to remember Tegan's when she left. Was she married off to someone on a planet? I mean, I that could literally they, apply to a hundred uh, companions. Did they kick her off a cliff. No, no, for just, real I mean, though. Was she like, the one that was, no, that married like that king that looked like um, the guy from uh, Flash Gordon with a beard? Oh, did she? I can't remember. Or did so they just take her back too? Because the whole her whole basic storyline was just trying to get back to work, right? Where she's like trying, yeah, he's trying exactly. to take her home, but never does. I can't remember. I want to where she left off back in her own time. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Not that we haven't but reviewed it, we'll which we have. We'll uh, never do our research. Yeah. So speaking of Doctor Who, uh, let us are we? let Why us are talk we? about Doctor oh. Who more detailed. Uh, let us Eric, specify a, a Doctor in particular, the second Doctor. Our last time with this Doctor. Is this our last do- time with the Doctor? Our last time with this Doctor. Okay, that sounds good. No more second Doctor. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Sounds that. good. Okay, great. <laughs> Oh, everything's looking hey up now. now. So we're definitely done uh, with uh, Trout. Okay, maybe we'll say a few parting words for Troughton as well when we're uh, when we get to the end of it. Yeah, I think we already did say a few parting words with Troughton when we we keep had thinking. Yeah, we keep thinking so, we're done with this. They keep pulling us back in. So this this I think is actually it. If it's not, we'll just say goodbye again. Yes. All right, Eric. While we're at it, let's just uh, let's just hit that button. Let's, let's hit just it. Get into it. There are men on the stairs. I might be able to dodge by them. Anything's worth trying. Yes, there is just a chance. But be ready. Axos, a minute. What is it? In the past, you have always accepted my judgment. Believe me, the Crotons are not to be trusted. I don't trust them. But Elek's right, we're doing the only thing we can. But if we surrender the Doctor and Zoe, we ourselves will be killed. What do you mean? I'm sure of it. The Crotons don't care for us, they never have. 
But while we have the doctor and Zoe, we have a means of negotiation. If we don't hand over the strangers, they'll kill us anyway. You're getting old, Selrys. Your arguments make no sense. Stop! Stop that girl! This is the Crotons. This is the fourth serial, Dan, of the sixth season, lucky number six, uh, from 1969. If you can believe, way back in 1969, this adventure was taking place. Where were you? A race... We're, we're waiting me. for you to answer. <laughs> A race of gourds. <laughs> Uh, takes uh, take their best and brightest and forces them into a quote-unquote companionship with the Crotons, a mystery race that uh, uh, lives inside a machine uh, and tells them what to do. Meanwhile, the Doctor, Jamie, and Zoe land on a planet that stinks of bad eggs, Ooh. and they witness the death of one of these donated companions. Uh, what results is something of a civil war as it's gourd versus gourd on what to do about the croton problem. Uh, and the crotons are essentially converting brains into energy uh, to power their spaceships. Dan, uh, what did you think of the Dahmer show on Netflix? <laughs> Every time you watch the Dahmer show, like, it's a nightmare. My wife's very into it. Makes me very uncomfortable. But I recognize that it's it's well made. Jennifer Lynch actually uh, directed several episodes. Oh. Uh, but the voice, the voice of I keep hearing like um, either Napoleon Dynamite or uh, like the McKenzie yeah. brothers. Like I'm gonna eat your brain, eh? Take off, Ozer. Uh, yeah, like yeah. it's that. Oh, I like that better. Yeah. yeah okay, nice. go on, Dan. Tell me what you really thought <laughs> no, of the I, Protons. Uh, we, we've watched. We, we have actually watched a few episodes of that and. It, I also find it very unsettling. It's very and unsettling. It, it, which is weird because it's just about you know a guy who. <laughs> Wait, the problem I have, the problem I have, like I watch a ton of horror stuff. I when sure. it's like real and it's like coupled, like you're like this really happened, and it's right. coupled with all this injustice where you're like, oh yeah, no one's doing anything like. People are oh, getting away the and then getting brought nuts. back and then people are going to the police and nothing's happening. And then it's like these levels of just sad, sadness sandwiched into sad. like horrific tragedy. And Dan, we're supposed to be talking about the Crotons. That's because I but got into my notes where Ryan I was like. Murphy show, so it's it's got its own <laughs> thing to it. So it's ah, whatever. Yeah. OK, it's fine. I had in my notes that I was supposed to talk about that before so, we hit the no. button and uh, I forgot about it. And now. I wanted to now talk about that, uh, uh, you know, whatever. I ate your brain, eh? Eh? Uh, hey, I ate your brain, eh? Um, uh, okay. The crotons. Yeah. So first of all, let me just let me just. Uh, it, it's uh, one thing. I think you were calling them gourds, but they're gone. <laughs> gone. So, yeah. See, this is what happens when when the autocorrect <laughs> takes over my notes. Yeah, they're not gourds. <laughs> gourds. Well, uh, it's. For us uh, in America, it is it is gourd season, so I understand yes. why that's on your brain right now. It's a uh, <laughs> it's gourd spice latte season. Uh, let's see, what do we have? Yeah, what here? do you got? We going have on here? the second Doctor. We got Zoe. We got Jamie. Already, I'm happy. I like Zoe and sure. Jamie as companions to this Doctor. I think they make this Doctor better. I don't have a big problem with. Travis. Wait, hold on. Pause. Hit that. I didn't say who wrote it. Oh, no one right? cares, though. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, Dan. it was written by Robert Holmes, directed by David Maloney. Yes, thank you. The Bo Bologna now, by Bologna's the way, Robert Holmes. Robert Holmes. 
uh, how many writer, doc, classic Doctor Who writers had a run like this, dude? This is his first uh, episode. None? Uh, what do we got? Crotons. Space Pirates. I don't think we saw that. Spearhead from Space. Terror of the Autons. Carnival of Monsters. Time Warrior. Ark in Space. Pyramids of Mars. Who wrote Brain of Morbius, Dan? I mean, if you're Robert if you're Holmes, Hand of Fear, Deadly Assassin, Talons of Wang Chang. This is a, a top ten. If you're making a top stories. ten, uh, top twenty classic Doctor Who stories. This guy's behind it. Sunmakers, ro uh, Robos, Ribos Operation, Eric, not Eric, Robos. Eric. Power of Crow, Caves the, the of Adrizani, the, the contributions, Dan. the characters he created. He characters created the Master. Everything with the Time Lords. Uh, Two Doctors. Santaran. Yes. Rassalund, all the, Gallifrey. I mean, all this stuff. He it was it was all in his his brain pan. Yeah. Uh, what a, what a so, what a ride. What a ride. What a ride. But we yeah, this is blame. his first story. I'm sorry. I meant to point that out when I was reading the intro. But you didn't. So now we get it for free in the middle. Yep. So um, this is a very this, this is not unlike a, a classic time travel tale. Where we're talking about stuff we were supposed to talk about in the beginning, in the middle, and everything's mixed up. So tell me Eric's what you thought of Sandman. An alternate version. <laughs> Look at your feet for an alternate version start, of this, start of this episode where Eric puts it all in order, like fans did. With, I am not uh, doing that. This Flint, is that's that's fan kind of edits like, will do that. Yeah, yeah, fans have to cut this yeah. in order. Dan, tell me well, what you Eric, thought of the episode. You're the biggest fan. Uh, a Doll's House. What did you think of a Doll's House? Put it in here, <laughs> and then we'll do the what Doctor Who one. Yeah. Okay. Go, Dan. Okay. This is a big windup. This is a lot for my my impression. So here we go. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. There was. It was quick. It was uh, quick. Well, yeah. For well, for barter. If if you fast forward through some of the really long <laughs> shots that we can talk about, that had it felt like there was some padding in here. Like they they took some shots and just really stretched them out for no good reason. But anyway. It was a fine story. Like I said, I really like Zoe. Jamie was okay in this. Fine. Uh, we have these mysterious uh, creatures that live in that no one's seen for thousands yes. of years that are inside a, in a the machine. machine. There was a huge war in the past with these wastelands. You have a, a race of humanoids that are subservient to this this race of, of creatures that they haven't seen in generations. Uh, they're entirely controlled by them, told what to think and what to what to study and what to, to learn. And they have a, a test that, that rewards people with death, but they don't know that. They just know that they never see him again. I don't know, man. It was it was a fine story. There wasn't a whole lot to it. Um, they had some charming moments, but overall, it was fine. Eric, what did you think of this so-so adventure? Uh, well, you know what, Dan? I sort of agree with you. Um, well, allegorically... I thought the story is very interesting. It's like, um, you know, catnip for anti-government types. Um, because, you you know, you have a government regime that's controlling the education system and it's keeping people in line. And it's, it's you know what it reminded me of, Dan? When I was a child, I caught a fever in my hand. No, when I was a child, they rebooted the Twilight Zone. Do you remember 1985? Yeah. Uh, which sure. was funny because I looked that up and the Grateful Dead did the theme song. Did not realize that. But anyway, mm. uh, they rebooted the Twilight Zone. And there was one particular episode of that show that I remember made a big impression on me. And that was this story called Graduation Day. 
Now, in graduation day, it's like a dystopian future, and every kid is tasked with taking this test. And so the buildup of the episode is the parents are kind of freaking out. He's got to take the test. or like, it's a very important test. He's like, and it's the kid from that arm wrestling movie with Sylvester Stallone over the top. Over the top. Yep. Yeah. So if you're going through his IMDb, just look for uh, 1985 television, Twilight Zone. So there's a lot of stuff like, oh, what is this test? And he's like, I'm going to do great on the test, mommy. And the dad and the mom are looking at each other. So he takes the test and then... <laughs> You cut to the house. The phone rings. What are we doing? We're telling this. This is important. The phone rings. uh, They answer the phone. Yes. Hello. This is the government educational service calling. Your son, Richard Jordan Jr., has completed the government examination, and the results have been analyzed. We regret to inform you, your son's intelligence quotient has exceeded the government standard, according to Rule 84, Section 5 of the new code. You may specify now whether you wish his body interred by the government or would you prefer a private burial. Because in this uh, dystopian future, they take the best and the brightest and they execute them. Now, this is based on a short story, the same name from 1958. But like that idea of taking the, you know, this, the Crotons, taking this population and taking their best and brightest and then removing them so they could keep them under their thumb is not how it went but as soon as i saw that in the beginning that's was like oh that's just like that story uh graduation whatever i said it was examination day it's not but it's an interesting idea and i like that part and i liked the stuff about all the terminals that teach them education are specifically teaching them one thing and then hiding another so i thought all of that stuff was good and as sort of an allegory to you know thinking for yourself and not trusting people in power and all of that stuff was good. I liked all that stuff. Okay. Okay. It was a little boring, though. I mean, like, as a story, it got a little bit, like, I don't know. Like, Jamie gets stuck, goes in the machine, and there's a lot of cutting back to Jamie just hiding behind something. Yeah. And I thought the Croton design was kind of uninspired. It just was, like, very... Uh, It felt, like, very much like every other robot you would have seen in a 1950s sci-fi thing. I didn't know. I didn't like it's it. Hard for, it's hard for. It's hard to contextualize design. the robot design in the time period for me. But I mean, given that this was '69, and yeah, you're. Yeah, if I you think of like all like of very the late 50s, '50s, early '60s kind of design, that, right? Yeah, but it's late okay, '60s sure. at the time that this. Yeah. Had come. it's fine. Whatever. It, you know. Um, so the the story part and the the and I think you see a lot of Robert Holmes railing against bureaucracies. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. later on and so i think there's you see a little bit of that um it's okay i mean I, I don't know there were a couple of things where we can review and you can explain to me because i'm like how does this work like it takes your brains and then it was like trying to convert them into energy and these people weren't good enough but if they're converting well, your brain it's it's that they 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 were trying to get. They were, so they were yeah. There's two the super super like there's two crotons that needed more crotons to use their they brain two powers to pilot the ship or run the ship or whatever. But first, they needed enough energy, so it feels like the ship was like on autopilot, and those crotons weren't there. They had they needed enough mental energy to first reconstitute them. Is that what was because then at, at a certain point we see like the big fish tank with bu- bubbling stuff, and then crotons come out of it. Am I misunderstanding what happened? So it felt like they were sucking in enough brain juice <laughs> to get the ship running, 
so that the Crotons could... Then they needed an even bigger brain juice so that they could have them help pilot the ship because they needed four of them to do right. it. And two so with the original brain juice, like... Yeah. I was under the impression they were sort of taking mental energy or intelligence or whatever and converting yes. that from intelligence exactly. to energy. Yes. yes. Which I would think would leave the person uh, like a husk of a person like without any brain power because they've converted yes. it. Yet the mm -hmm. woman um, that comes out of it, Vana, I think her name is. Yes. All, recovers and is fine. Right. Well, so they, yeah. Typically, I guess they. So why they were they like out, vaporizing all the, all the people? Just let people and out and then just re, just put a, like a recycling program and just keep. It seems like. A, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, if I mean, you are you're so echo conscious, that's a good <laughs> idea. I don't know why. I expected like them to Although come out I will and say they... some of their weapons. Right, but I mean, no, just playing off the. I mean, it, it's really important to talk about you know climate change on this planet um at least some of their uh technology was powered by its sun's rays so they're they're green in some sense but that's the thing eric <laughs> you really want to be holistic and you want to try to uh fix every part of the system and not just say like oh i did this one thing and i'm fine so it's a really good lesson for everyone out there so yeah, hey uh, recycle folks you gotta compost you gotta eat you gotta uh, recycle your things anyway yeah Fine. It's fine. Who knows? The music so up brain juice and, right. and and the people would like for like I, I guess if they had, if they had let him go long enough, although we don't know, maybe Vana lost a bunch of memory or maybe she's got holes well, in her head. You th I thought maybe they were gonna do that or she was because she's like unconscious for a good portion of one episode at least. But then by the end, she's helping everyone and like she's totally part of the. You know, I, I mentioned in the description. There's sort of a division that happens between the excuse me the groups and there's one guy who's yeah. kind of the quote-unquote bad guy verse they're all kind of incompetent though in their own way um it's all fine the music i thought was really weird like mm. the very beginning there's like it sounds like someone doing a human trumpet beatbox music when they're walking <laughs> around when they land on the planet of eggs which by the way lost uh -huh. opportunity for like a smell-o-vision you could have got a card oh, in the mail great. and then smelled it and been been along with Jamie with the it rotten eggs. Sulfur and ozone. What yeah. a good smell that would have been. Nice. But did you notice the yeah. music? It was like, and I'm like, is the doctor making that sound or is that on the soundtrack? Oh no, you're absolutely right. That did happen. That I had that exact thought. And apologies, I just At like point literally was just you're, you're totally doing that right. sound into the mic, I, and people are probably crashing their car now because it's. No, I absolutely thought yeah, that what the was that was, was, but you're, it was just the the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I only it only caught me that one moment, and yeah, was, they never do it again. I didn't know what was going on? That music yeah, cue doesn't no. come back. It was just a very strange thing. Um, it's yeah, all fine. Yeah. It was fine. I mean, you mentioned Zoe and the doc and and Jamie and the doctor, and their stuff is great. Zoe and the doctor, their inner interchanges were very enjoyable especially she, when he talks about her he's being a genius as clever and... as i am like that part's great they, in the first episode when they're they land on the planet and jamie's like it smells like eggs um and yeah. jamie's like uh where are we and jamie says you don't expect him to know do you so already like that that part was a little strange great i like it you, i'm not 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 what you said was strange eric the part like where it. they land on the planet and the and jamie's like it smells like rotten eggs or whatever Right before that, doesn't the doctor take a big 
air fills his air sacs full of and he's like this place is great it's like does he enjoy that smell it was a weird um character moment I lost Dan, but the best part of the story Sorry. is... Can we talk about... Uh, My croton started cleaning the floor. The Twilight Zone okay, again? Okay, good. No. Okay. You don't remember yeah, that yeah, episode, yeah. though, with that little kid? And it, Yeah, it was great. Everyone, uh, if you could just uh, find that. Pause pause the podcast. Go find that episode. And we're going to do a, a, a live review of it. So, yeah. Ready? Three, two, one, hit play. And go. We're not going to do that. No. Um, but go on, Dan. You were in the middle of so something, or I was in the middle of something. I wasn't. We weren't doing anything. So there were some good moments. The Let's doctor doesn't like moments. to say goodbyes. Uh, he just splits, which is he just, he 100% just, on brand. Sometimes he does that. Happens all the time. We got a couple things that were interesting. I think there were one that was new was the the HADS system. So the Crotons find the TARDIS. Well, let's just jump around. Jump around. The Crotons find the TARDIS. They're going to dematerial or whatever. They're going to de disintegrate it. Yep. Uh, As you do. <sighs> fire extinguisher uh, fumes all over it and it's gone oh my god they got rid of the tardis but no the doctor had activated the hostile action displacement yes. system yes. and it just moved to a different location that's First a good and thing only to time that's ever used i loved it yeah. it's a really it would make things it would have cleaned up so many plots of different stories if they had just done that and we would have had uh, fewer fewer uh, episodes um this could have been a three-parter. It could have been a three. It could have been a probably maybe a two-parter, or have one part yeah. of just the crotons choking when they when they introduce the <laughs> when Zoe like dumps the uh, the acid into their vat or and they start choking into the fish. That tank. is a very yeah. funny scene, but not maybe not intentionally. Yes, yes. yes. Um, it's supposed to be you know exciting and pivotal, but it was just it was silly. I also didn't like their voice, the voice acting for the Crotons. No, for me, but they it always, sounded always the same familiar. Sort of, yeah, it's like this. Was yeah. it the same actor or voice actors that know, may have it, done it, uh, it, it Daleks or someone else with it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, they had to do something different than Daleks. They just did it lower and with a weird inflection. I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I liked Zoe taking the test she was just she got left up there on her own mm -hmm. in the learning hall and sat down with the thing and just started doing it and the look on her face was really adorable and she's like all excited about it like i i love that it's like zoe as the proto hacker yeah jumping in there and whatever that was that, that was, was very cool and and the way that they sort of shame jamie where they're like talking about how he got oh, in there and they're like they can't use him he's too stupid but they don't say that he's just a dumb -dumb. They, they say it in a nicer way uh, that he's right. sort but of But the Crotons, don't they call him a primitive? Yeah. And he's, I guess he's not a... What do they call him? High brains? He gets Big a little brains? fighting action, too. Like, where they're, like, trying to give him a club. He's like, now nah, I'm going to do this with my hands. So you get some Jamie fighting. Yeah. You get, you know, what Pert we would have done. Uh, <laughs> yes, we got, we got an action hero, Jamie, instead. Um, I mean, some like I said before, there were some sequences that just went on so long. There's this... When they send out one of the Crotons to go look for the TARDIS, yeah, and it's just going through a quarry, which, folks, every planet out there just looks like a quarry. It really gets annoying. But anyway, so you see the this Croton point of view going through a, a, a quarry, and they keep cutting back to it. And it's like 30 seconds at a stretch of just point of view yeah it just there was no need for that there were a couple of those a couple of runaround scenes that were just like oh this is just taking way too long so those things just felt really padded to me for no i don't no think you're reason. wrong i i it's not my favorite um it was not my favorite episode 
I mean, I, right. The, the story is good. The execution, maybe in those moments, just tightening it up would have felt better. Yeah, and it's it also like hard to like, I don't know, the the characters of like the people that are sort of the heroes, like the guy yelling. This is a. He doesn't say it's a patriarchy. He says something about like that his son needs to be in charge because yes. of blood. Like, I don't agree with that. Anyway, like that's not. But they're the people that inherit the planet at the end, right? Right. And it was just kind of strange. And even that guy's like for the Crotons, and then they're. I don't know. The, all of like the internal politics piece which takes up a good amount of the storyline wasn't yeah. didn't feel like it had any real weight or i don't know i don't know i, I didn't find that I very agree, interesting it felt very muddy it felt very much like shifting alliances back and forth without sort of any intrigue to it it was just right hey whatever they, they said they'll leave if we can just uh yeah that's a that's a better the way dr zoe it. sure it was fine um I don't know. Let's see. What else was the production design? What'd you think of that? I I, I liked overall. You said you didn't really. I didn't mind like the ship. I was uninspired. I didn't like the design of the protons, but I did their ship like that organic looking. It almost looked like they should have been wasp like, not robot like. Mm. Um, But I liked that was okay. And when it was like bubbling over, I just found them to be very derivative of so many other things. And they had spinning like heads yeah, right? yeah, was like, yeah whatever it was fine um there really wasn't anything going on in like the architecture of the building like, yeah. there's one distant shot of the miniatures of the of the uh buildings and that looked kind of interesting because it was different but when you're in the interiors it was all just like dark and we were in caves and it just it just felt very again muddy muddled there wasn't anything cl- like a clear point of view of like what this was supposed to look like it just felt very generic to me uh, the one thing that wasn't generic was the outfits. Zoe, first of all, getting to wear a shiny pleather, spiky sort yeah. of shiny outfit. She had a whole, that was very she cool. She looked great. The, there's this, uh, it was uh, uh, Vana, I guess, who was wearing an outfit. And it's so they had like, she had those like know, black and white. Yeah. So she had like, it was uh, like, I guess like a, a lighter gray bodysuit sort of thing with black trim and trim went around the arms and then it also went in a very share riding the gun <laughs> on a on a navy ship sort of crotch thing going on which was not great it made me real uncomfortable <laughs> it just went like up at the i'll put a I'll, yeah i know I'll definitely have a yep. gif of it it was not cool i, I don't know I, why they did that for her but not for the gentleman <laughs> the gentleman they look okay it was strange <laughs> i did, did not like that at all um, I forgot to mention too oh. with the crotons that their heads do look like those uh, ring pops. But go on, mm. that's what I was thinking yes. of with the top of the. They're delicious. Yeah, it was like a, a watermelon strawberry combo yes. flavor. Um, we didn't mention <laughs> the scientist who. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the chemist. A little bit like a really yes, looked like a uh, a young. Uh, 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 God, what's his name? Well. It, Reminded me of Walter White, honestly. Ba- was, beta. Was like, his name was Beta, right? Was that the guy we're talking about? Was he Beta or was... Uh, I thought Beta was, was the science else. man, but maybe I put my notes wrong. I don't remember. Doesn't it, matter, it, but it, I know who you're talking about. The guy that makes... You're talking about the guy that makes the, the acid. Yeah. So he's a scientist. He, they're not actually allowed to study chemistry. Um, he's never worked with acids right. before. He and Jamie working together with the, the bandanas over their face. And they're they're all getting sick. Back. Yeah, they're all oh, getting they're, sick. Their lungs are burnt. They are toast. <laughs> Um, 
but there, I mean, it was just a, a fun scene. It was like, I don't, I've never done this before. I've never made acid. Let's I like that part anymore. And what, what could happen? We might blow up. No big deal. <laughs> like it was just that was a fun scene. I think he was. I like that one scene. Of the only characters that I thought was interesting because there was something going the on. The only there. like that the, they establish like the Crotons are bad. It seems like everyone kind of knows it. There's rumblings that they want to. But like that scientist just kept saying again, like, okay, do this chemistry. And they're like, but the Crotons don't want us to do chem. It's like, yeah, we know they don't want you to do chemistry. You're already aware right. that we're we're going against the crotons, but he's still like pushing back. Like, well, yeah, am I supposed to be doing chemistry? It's like of, you uh, were planning a coup. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's all good, of, Dan. Uh, of, of that kind of slavery and mind control. Um, yeah. So then they they save the day by uh, making the uh, the fish tank full of uh, poisonous acid, yeah. and they the crotons uh, disintegrate. Cool. That was it. It was just it's fine. a middling episode. Totally okay. Fine. Not maybe not the best send off for us, uh, for Trouton. No, not not the best send off for us. Really I mean, we if we were ending on something like Mind Robber or something a little bit more interesting. Right. Oh, we didn't talk about Elik. Not that I have literally anything to say about Elik. Elik is the bad member of, or well, quote unquote bad. He's you know early on wants to fight the Crotons, right? But he's yeah. going to sell the doctor out, uh, or the high brains, the doctor and Zoe out, in order to get the ship off. The The yep. story ends with him still very much in power, even though these other people are saying, we'll deal with him later. It seems like most of the army is following Elik. So it's going to be a slaughter when after the doctor leaves. Right? I mean, Elik leaves with like a, yeah. his own crew, his own death squad. Uh, and then he's out of there, and then they're like, they do all the work, and they destroy the ship, and they're like, hey, my son will be in charge. It's like, really? This thing's going to end in a bloody revolution, and I'm not sure that they're going to be on top. I think Elik is going to take control. That's my own personal, you know, I'm not here to pick winners and losers, but uh, I think the smart money's on Elik. Mm -hmm. I think you put your finger on the scale, Eric. Yep. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, fine. Like like I said before, they're, all the characters are pretty much interchangeable to me. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess he was... Uh, maybe he's going to be... Uh, they're going to change things on that planet now that the Crotons are gone, but I literally just... It didn't really <laughs> do anything did, for me. Like, I care. did like when Elik was like, you're no longer in control. Arrest this man. And then... Uh, What's his face? Who's the man that I'm talking about? The guy that w used to be the leader. He's like, wait, wait, I can help you. You could. He's like trying to like grovel his way back in. Yeah. And then he's like, nah. And I was like, all right. But then they just kind of let him go. So it was weird. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah. arrest this guy. Yeah. And then he's like, no. And then they still don't arrest them. Again, not, maybe, maybe not a lot of follow through from the bigger picture of like what it was trying to say mm -hmm. uh, and had some good moments. But overall, it was maybe the execution that left a little bit to be. Yes. Uh, and certainly uh, nothing against Robert Holmes, who's probably my favorite. As we've already the said. Classic Doctor Who writers. Look what he's yeah. done. Who am I to tell this guy <laughs> so that Crotons much. wasn't that great? But it wasn't great. No. Right. OK. Not the best. I'm done, Dan. I don't know nothing else this about one the Crotons. Well, uh, we got a we got a few people uh, on the Twitter oh. telling us what they thought about this as well. Uh, obviously, you can I have no idea if people like or dislike this one. I would on. say I'm gonna I'm gonna guess before you read it. I've not read any of these things. I think people will agree with us, and this is not going to be a popular 
That's my personal uh, take. Well, let, Am let's I right? find out. Uh, let's see. Well, our friend Paul Paranoid says, this is the first Troughton I ever saw, shown as part mm-hmm. of the many faces of Doctor Who in 1981 sure. series of repeats. Put out to remind everyone that there had been other actors in the role now that Baker was leaving, and the already revamped show was about to enter a new streamlined modern era. So I have real affection for it. I also remember that back then the TARDIS seemed strange and not necessarily completely benign. After all, it lands us in peril every week. So when it chooses to take off and land somewhere else all by itself in episode one, it seemed uncanny somehow. So, I mean, I could see having some affection for it if it was like the first. Yeah, know, there's some nostalgia feeding like, into oh, that. Some nostalgia to it. But overall, okay. Uh, Alan Kingsley says, uh, second doctor is usually a tough sell for me, mm. but I like this one. Oh, Everyone okay, seems I'm wrong. to be having a lot of fun, although the croutons themselves are weak villains. Uh, I can easily see kids at recess playing as Troughton, Jamie, and Zoe. It's also only four parts, which makes everything better. Yeah, I mean... Sure, thank sure. God this wasn't a six-parter. Oh, I... There's we would have ended this show done. early, and you know what I'm talking about. I do know murder-suicide. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, Miss Fitzkelly says... Uh, hi guys, hope this reaches you in time. The Crotons was one of the first, if not the first, second Doctor Who stories I saw. Oh, see, so there you go. I remember it being repeated in November of 81. See, there you go. Uh, friends across time here. Um, this is maybe why I have such affection for the story. I love the design of the Crotons, oh. the way they move and interact, and the head spinning. Uh, a fan of the spinning heads, Eric. Uh, maybe the sheet hiding the operators could have been better. I didn't even notice that, honestly. <laughs> uh, overall, I love the design. Zoe's outfit for me is iconic to 60s Who. Yes, yeah, I love totally that. that is... uh, just love it. The sets, the effects, special sounds, and a great cast really make this story work for me. So we got uh, – that's that's all we got. Thank you for your replies there. Um, Thank you. So yeah, I was so wrong. It seems positive. like people I, no, do I, like I, it, and I am probably in the minority positive. and not liking the design. So uh, there but we go. You don't have that nostalgia. And I like to be the fair, head, I guess. In 1981, they weren't forcing themselves to watch the majority of Doctor Who and talk – Yeah, and they have to so record themselves. Exactly. So uh, they're coming at it from a slightly different angle than we are. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, thank you folks for letting us know what you think about that. You can also reach us at the old doctor who show at gmail.com if you don't use the Twitters and would rather uh, just message us directly. Uh, Eric, mm-hmm. this is a short one. Yep. I don't think there's a whole lot to say nope. about it. I think so, we're done. Uh, I think we're done. I think, I think we we're going to have to thank say you, Patrick to the people. Troughton. Yes. Thank you, pa- Patrick. Your, oh, I guess we got to talk about Patrick Trotton. For your silly. Not my favorite doctor. Uh, Not I my tried. Doctor. It's the. <laughs> It's the the whining. I talked about it at length. It always yes. seems like he's, and I just it's it's become grating to me. So uh, this story certainly has some of that. He's fine. I, if I had to do a list, he would be near the bottom. Unfortunately, that's just that's I can't I can't not be me, right? Oh, don't. There's don't so many good doctors I mean, though. I mean, we, come on. Like, is he better you're, than Tom Baker? Big, we all no. know you're a big Colin Baker fan, and he's going to be the top of the list forever. You know what? I would put Troughton on the TV version above Colin Baker. But I've said it before. The Colin yeah. Baker big finish stories are great. So do I count those? Just dealing no. with TV? Yeah, I would put Colin Baker at the bottom. Because those sh- those episodes are so poorly written. It's not really his fault. But as an actor, like oh, on the big finish side of things, I, some of my favorite stories that would elevate him uh, 
remarkably. Right? I guess. I don't know. Or we're not ranking the doctors yet. We got to do that at the end. Do we have to? We don't have to, but what else are we going to talk about? We're not going to. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. We'll do a a huge best of, worst of. I don't know. It's fine. What do you think of uh, Troughton? You're more Troughton. You you started very very strong Troughton from what I remember. Yeah. um, Yeah. I, I liked Troughton maybe as a counterpoint to Hartnell. I think that's why I appreciated him at the beginning. Um, but I definitely take your point about the possible whiningness and a little bit of he's got that thing that later doctors do where they play dumb or they make their enemies underestimate them. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't do it in a way that is as charming or as effective as some of the later doctors do, in my opinion. He uh, also can come off, like you said, as a little bit like, eh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I don't remember the order of things because we're going all over the place. But I felt like a big part of Troughton was that recorder that he would play. Sure. But we haven't seen that in a while. Was that only in one episode and we were assuming that was like his thing? No, I mean, they they do it in in a few episodes and I guess that... He was more that like uh, delightful uh, scamp hobo type. Right? Yeah, kind of like the yeah vaudevillian sort of hobo. Yeah, maybe that was one episode. That's how I always read him as well. Um we did get one uh, mention of Oh My Giddy Ant, which I know is another uh, Troughton-ism mm. that people w- will always bring up. But, yeah, otherwise, yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, Troughton, for taking the show in a different direction. That's not a, an easy thing to do no, after totally. the show has a, has a replacing the main star and, and taking the show in a different direction, setting the template for how that can be done. So, uh, yeah, huge respect for that at, at the very least. Good job, Troughton. Good, good, good job. job. I'm R. sure that, that makes everything better. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. That's Eric, done. We're uh, done. So we, what do we have to tell you? We have to say, hey, get ready to watch some more uh, Doctor Who because we're not done. We're never getting out of oh. here. The next thing oh. that we have to do, friends, uh, is Frontier in Space. So start watching that now. We're back Frontier. in Pertwee. Last time we did this, I was thinking for some reason Crotons was a Pertwee story. It's clearly not. Stroughton. Uh, but now I am... 100% sure the next story we are doing is Pertwee. It is called Frontier in Space. I have no idea what it's about or how many episodes it is or anything other than it's Pertwee, which means there probably will be the master in it at some point, right? It seems like every time we're doing a Pertwee story, it's like, oh, the master again. I'm still cool with the master. You know, if it's, you know, they always work well together, but I am hoping it's not because I feel Let's like see we what keep happens. watching the same. Uh, Only way to find out is to join us again in three weeks, folks. So we will uh, talk to you. Yeah. And then, hey, if you want to keep listening, we're going to do Sandman next week. And you can follow me on Twitter at egrissom, on Instagram at egrissom, on TikTok at esgrissom. You can buy any number of my books, uh, including Goblin, a middle grade graphic novel. Just go right to uh, your favorite bookstore and say, I want this guy on the podcast. And then they'll take it from there. They'll figure it out. Yeah. They get that all the and time. Dan, how can people uh, uh, keep in you touch with follow you? follow me at DanJNJ if you wanted to. I'm not as active on the Twitter as I used to be because it is a trash website. What's trash? Um, but yeah, so just follow me there and uh, look for the gifts. We'll have some gifts on the show page and in our feed coming up soon. So thank all right, you thank all. Thank you all. Have a great, you all have a great day, week, life, three weeks. Peace.
you know? 